0: this way i'm gonna go ahead and try uh to record it directly through twitch so i don't have to like through obs i don't have to go back through twitch and download the fucking feed after the fact yeah that that sounds uh sounds fun oh yeah it's it's a it's a hoot a grand a grand old time let me go ahead and check the feed because i actually have made some audio adjustments myself yes we'll get into that we will um but let me go ahead and uh check the twitch feed and make sure everything looks good and sounds good Go ahead and give me one second. Hey, Gabe, give me a mic check. Mic
1: check coming from Gabe. Mic check, mic check.
0: Cool. all right cool cool um uh, i'll go ahead and close that down this is episode what now what is that the correct number One. Um, yep that is like indeed the correct number very cool oh sweet we're dropping frames i don't know how i'm possibly dropping frames on anything so i don't have the time for this to <laughs> cut your shit out how is it you possible? got uh
1: you got cool math games running in the background
0: i guess so what the fuck bro I just dropped, I dropped 127 frames. How is that even possible?
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man.
0: The fuck, You man. can't
1: be using the PC as a toaster oven. How many times do I got to tell you this? We so. dug cheese out of your hard drives I, last time. I guess
0: so. Fucking shit. All right, so I'm going to do something a little bit different with the intro. I'm actually going to play it on my end. Um, Ooh, live intro, live yeah, intro. Yeah, live intro, and uh, so I don't have to edit in post. Because, you know, I'm just really just trying to cut out every little fiber of my my post-production here
1: (laughs) hey man i totally understand i spent like 18 hours in post on my last video project yeah
0: i'm trying to cut all that bullshit out so forgive me on the laziness front so if you if i go silent for a little bit longer than i normally would you know why uh when it comes to the intro but um i think we're just about ready gabe yeah are you ready oh yeah What's going on guys welcome to the second city kids podcast episode number 171
1: oh my word we're at 171 and we are back
0: from the south side of chicago illinois and of course it's your host jacob and of course i've had my my, my trusty pal gabe gabe how you doing buddy hello
1: i'm doing all right man how so all right i i have the espresso machine at home right okay and i think it's hilarious because it's like a legal meth machine you know like nobody's gonna look at you twice if you have an espresso machine at home yeah and um and so like regular milk kind of fucks me up now if i'm being honest with you so i started using oat milk right okay and i have a brand that i like but i was uh, i was at target the other day and i saw this like protein oat milk it has 20 grams of protein in a single cup and i'm like holy shit that's kind of a fuck ton right yeah um so i was like well fuck it it's the same price as the other stuff let me pick it up and let me see and mm-hmm. so when I like froth the milk, when I froth and steam it, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's weird. Cause like it gets chunky really quick. Right. Yeah. But not like a bad chunky, Okay. like the foam just kind of like clumps together. Okay. So I, I don't know how I feel about this quite yet, but it's definitely a lot creamier than all of the other like oat milks I've tried.
0: Cause that, it that, is, that was going to be my next question. My next question would have been, well, what's the texture of the, of the milk? like
1: it's super creamy because there's there's a point where you get a bunch of like essentially like froth head like Mm -hmm. beer head foam right okay um and that's perfectly normal but when you hit the part where like the the milk meets the coffee it is exquisitely smooth
0: oh yeah (laughs) like
1: imagine like like a chocolate milk texture but coffee taste (laughs)
0: okay yeah yeah. sorry dude but i just walked in like a weirdo hold on (laughs) <laughs> sorry go that hold on
1: yeah yeah no i'll do the thing where i pretend i i have a topic i can talk to myself about while jacob <laughs> well, wrangles up the chickens or whatever because well, he decided to become an all-natural dairy farmer chickens don't <laughs> produce dairy no wait, eggs are dairy though we've had this conversation i think right yeah 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 so the thing is like how many eggs do you need that you can justify the purchase of a chicken to your wife
0: well i'm getting to the fucking point now we'll talk about that in a little bit because um yeah life and whatnot but um yeah i'm because oh my god so mm-hmm. let me jump to the first point that i want to talk about that so i finally finished uh the super size me part two, Oh uh, man you think? it was so intriguing and but it heartbreaking at the same very time. very heartbreaking uh i don't the, the system is broken and corrupt um with, with what those people deal with those poor people uh, that are just trying to work you know and and, and provide for their families uh, that's number one number two I honestly might think it's slightly better than the original supersize me
1: it's leagues better yeah. um, as as a hypothesis mm-hmm. because the first one was like well what if you just consumed 5,000 calories a day yeah was what it boiled down to correct anybody who consumes 5,000 calories a day, is going to feel like shit if you're not exercising and stuff like that. It should have been a closer look at what these calories are, where they come from. Can you still maintain some level of fitness while consuming this shit, too? You know what I mean? Correct. But it's just like, if, if I, you know, I can eat eggs and protein shakes all day. If I slam 5,000 calories of those and I sit here and, you know, just record podcast episode after episode, I'm going to get fat. That's just that's just it that at the end of the day. It presented no new information. It was very, like... Exploitative, you know what I mean
0: for sure yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that, so it was it was just kind of this weird thing, and I like how you know he ended he ended up opening up the restaurant or whatever and very much so thumbing his nose at uh kind of the system right and uh i kinda I kind of like it it was kind of kind of funny uh I, I don't know if the restaurant is still open, but I hope it is. And, uh, yeah, it was just very interesting. But yeah, I don't know how we got into that topic about chickens with eggs and all that stuff. It's literally a conversation of what came first, the chicken or the egg. But, um, it is what it is on that front. But outside of that, uh, cause we've been gone for about a month now, cause that's kind of what we do. Um,
1: we're like a period. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no sex this week unless you're brave.
0: <laughs> correct. 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 Uh, so what have you been up to for the last month, my man?
1: Um, well, I got a new job. It's for uh, a company whose mission I really sort of vibe with. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to give away too much detail, but um, essentially at the end of the day, it's a really good cause that I mm-hmm. support wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I'm going to be teaching a class at college next semester. So, so strange.
0: So, so strange.
1: Well, oh, let me let me tell you how that entire thing went down, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect it either. Um, I put in my two-week job, and they're like, oh, do you know anybody that would like take your position and i was like well all of my like peers and friends are sort of settled in their careers and like they wouldn't necessarily want this right Mm -hmm. and so i was like well i have really good standing with the professor i graded for when i was doing my master's degree right when Mm -hmm. i was a ta Mm -hmm. so i give her a jingle we do some catching up and i like pitch the the thing to her and she's like wait hang on like you just wrapped up your master's last year right and i was like yeah she's like well do you want to teach a class and i was like i i mean sure right <laughs> and she's like yeah well you know we have like uh, we have a section open of like the intro to computer science class and i think you'd be a good fit we're like looking for someone to fill the position and i was like hey like you know as long as it doesn't interfere with my nine to five like i'll do it mm-hmm. and sure shit had the interview today it was cool because it was like the department head which i know yeah and then Uh, this one professor i'm like super tight with and so it was just kind of like mostly catching up you know what i mean and it wasn't like an interview it was just kind of like dude like what have you been up to in the past year like tell us about this and that and they were like hey if you want it you have it like we know you'll do the work and i was just like yeah
0: works for me interesting very very cool anything else to report outside of that
1: anything else to report outside of that
0: um i believe you, you, you you did a video of some kind
1: oh yeah that was for the that was the motives thing i think we covered that last time didn't we we did not No, okay, yeah, so I drove out to Ohio uh, and met up with Motives, Mm -hmm. who is also from Ohio. We did a review on um, Death Throws, their last album, Mm -hmm. and I just kind of DM'd them. I was like, yo, you guys cool if I pop by, you know, shoot some video, shoot some photos? They're like, yeah, absolutely. I ended up, like, constructing, uh, like, a live show video of their opener, Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of, you know, put everything together, uh, you know did some eqing on the sound front did some nice transitioning cutting and clipping on on the video front Mm -hmm. i posted it and they really liked it and then the show with silent planet popped up in cleveland and i was like yo and they're like yep come through like we'll get your ticket settled and i was like cool
0: nice nice very very cool yeah i watched the video myself it was very well put together man so good job with that
1: appreciate it dude yeah (laughs) but in september i'll be back there uh with two cameras this time Mm -hmm. um and you know maybe I'll talk to Garrett maybe he will let me record them too.
0: Ooh, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's fun. They they're, they're very they're a very good bunch of people. Yeah, I for quite sure. enjoy them just as people mm-hmm. aside from the band as well. So that's always like reassuring.
0: It is. You are correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh for me, I also got a new job. I think we might have discussed that briefly. I think it was lined up but uh, haven't quite made the jump yet. I have officially made the jump in there for almost a month now. Uh, it's going very very well uh so far so far so good uh no warning signs of any kind which is usually a good thing or i would, i you know i would think and uh yeah I, I like the group of guys i'm working with a much smaller company much more homegrown, uh not a big behemoth of a company like i'm used to working for um which may you know scare some people away but for me personally i think that's kind of what uh, excited me about the opportunities because uh what i do has larger implications on the company as a whole because the company is so much smaller and, uh, that's kind of what, um, you know, aided in my decision to make that, you know, to make that jump. Outside of the fact, a couple of personal things when it comes to my relationship with FedEx, especially near the end, um, I had to make the jump. It just made my decision easier for me. So, uh, yeah. So that, that's, that's me. Other than that, my little boy is growing. He just turned three months two days ago. And, Beans. uh, he's starting to smile finally. So that's good. I was a little worried about that.
1: No no offense, man. Your kid looks like it has a mortgage.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, that's what everybody keeps on saying. He looks like an old man, a little old man. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, and like I said, I'm just glad that he's starting to smile a little bit because we had like, we got a little bit worried that he might be like a serial killer or something. So, um, that's good. You know, we don't have to worry about that, I guess. Is it weird having two of them around now? Honestly, um, yeah, it is much more. The juggle surreal yeah it is much yeah. much more juggle there's a, a lot more moving parts to us as a family now uh three to four is definitely a bigger jump than what one might think uh especially with elisana because she's getting older now she's gonna be four next month like holy shit and um she's just so smart and so big and you know it's just weird it's a weird thing
1: yeah i um you know i, I was telling i was telling you i was like dude holy shit i remember when alisana was like that tiny and now she's like speaking in full sentences
0: mm-hmm. yeah and um she's just incredibly smart and it's just kind of kind of ridiculous uh time has been flying by um it just feels like yesterday we moved into this house and now we filled it essentially <laughs> so um <laughs> this is just kind of a weird thing but um yeah that's fatherhood man it is what it is um you know, it's going great so far. I can, no complaints on that front at all. Everything is great. Uh, but with that being said, man, we have a fucking loaded ass agenda. Like it is gigantic and, uh, we do need to get through some of these topics before, uh, <laughs> we move on to anything else. So I believe you put something here on the notes. What is this?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I guess let me, let me open this up with how much are you willing to pay for a good burger?
0: <sighs> Approximately like a, I like guess like a $60 burger.
1: I think I'm in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say like fifty-ish, mm-hmm. but you know what's ten more bucks on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not going triple digits no, for a burger, definitely right? Definitely not. No. Um, so now, how much do you think the world's most expensive burger costs?
0: A million dollars.
1: No, not not that crazy.
0: Okay. Um, hundred k. Uh,
1: a little less. Eighty k. Mm, actually, let me say significantly less.
0: <laughs> uh, shit, I don't know, man. Fuck. How much?
1: Okay, so it is sixty one hundred dollars. Oh $6, wow! Grand. Oh wow! Six grand before tip, of course. Right. Naturally. Actually, um, actually, you don't need the tip because this restaurant is in Germany. So, um, I guess I'll give you the option. Would you like the short description or the long?
0: Give description? me the long one. I, I want the beefy description. No pun intended on that.
1: Okay, so on their website, here is the ingredienten in German. But you read are in English, <laughs> so I'll read them off in English. So, top down, we have a Dom Perignon Champagne Bun. Smoked Duck Egg Mayo. Okay. Litte Gems. I have no idea what that is. Okay. White Truffle. Okay. Pickled Tiger Tomato in Japanese Matcha Tea. Pickled okay. Cucumber in Japanese Matcha Tea. A Wagyu A5 Burger. Okay. Uh the best cheddar cheese. That's literally what it says. <laughs> okay. Macallan whiskey kopi luwak coffee barbecue sauce.
0: What the fuck you just say to me?
1: <laughs> so Would you call my mama? Yeah. Um we're not done yet by the way. We have a Pozzolito Belota 100% Iberico vintage <laughs> jamon. We have a Dom Pérignon battered onion ring. We hmm. have king crab cooked in Poligni Mon Ratchet. I have no idea what that is either. <laughs> we have Beluga Caviar and Whiskey-Infused Smoke.
0: Whiskey-Infused Smoke.
1: Yeah, so they smoke the burger as well. I've had a smoked burger. They're actually quite good. It's not gimmicky, okay. in my opinion. But $6,100. Huh. Yeah, you know, you thought Kuma's had wacky ideas, but...
0: Yeah, that's that's something... That's something that's just extreme. The thing about a burger, though, and I think you probably could agree on this, the best thing about a burger is the simplicity of it, right? Yeah. Well,
1: actually, let me let me give a quick little shout out to a local place. I went to 1416 uh, yesterday with my girlfriend. We were just seeking out some food, and I was like, "Fuck it, let's go to downtown Lagrange." There's plenty of options there, right? Sure. Fifteen dollars gets you a four beef burger and a draft beer. Jesus so first Christ. of all, first of all, right? Um, for a craft burger and a draft beer, that is a steal. That's steal, yeah. Secondly, um, if you get the burger by itself, the burger by itself is fifteen dollars. You are getting a fucking good beer for free, right? Yeah. Um. And dude, that burger. Oh man, the textures on that motherfucker were wild. I can eat. You know this. Everybody yes, knows this. Correct. I I ate that burger and I slammed that beer and I was like a very good full, like a good healthy full. Really? Yeah, dude. That was. It was, you know, don't get me wrong. It's still like a little greasy, but what mm-hmm. good burger isn't, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, dude, that fifteen bucks for a burger and a beer, you, you gotta go. Trust yeah, me, you gotta go.
0: Send me that. I need to know what to. I need to know. I need to go.
1: Yeah, absolutely, sir. But that was phenomenal. Okay. And this is the sixty-one hundred dollar burger. Um, you know, if we had sponsors or a Patreon, we'd probably probably wouldn't buy it because that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah,
0: it's ridiculous
1: but it's nice to think right
0: yeah absolutely one day maybe one day yeah all
1: right you ready <laughs> for the actual topics now yeah
0: so like like i mentioned it's gigantic so we're just gonna we have like one two three four five like seven reviews on this motherfucker so let's just go ahead and get this going so um a variety of films have released uh in the last subsequent or last month subsequently since we've done the previous pod. And I want to knock out a couple of these.
1: Uh, uh, FYI, these next five reviews are yours.
0: I know. It's ridiculous. I've, I've gone on quite the binge when it comes to movies, number one. And number two, I have gone to the movie theater. For the first time, uh, I actually went three weekends in a row because I, I was just completely re-in-love with going to the fucking movie theater. Like enchanted yeah, all over uh, again? Yeah, dude, it's like, it's magical. Man, it was just beautiful. Anyways, uh, so the first up is Luca. Luca is, uh, I don't even think it's Pixar, but it's a new Disney film. Uh, it's the one, actually, maybe it is Pixar. It's featuring, um, like, the sea creature things, and um, basically it's kind of like a reverse, um, well, how's, what's the best way I explain it? It's kind of like a reverse Little Mermaid. Well, no, it's kind of like Little Mermaid, actually, now that I think about it. So basically, uh, this little boy uh, is like a farmer under the sea, and he kind of wants to explore um, kind of land and see what it's like. First, he's afraid of it, and then he ends up being like a part of it. Um He's like a sea creature, and he turns into human. That whole situation, um, very very cute, right? So you're gonna hear this a lot when it comes to Disney films. I'm, I don't, I, I think I will say, I think you also could agree. I am not as harshly critical on Disney films as other films, just because I am a sucker for them, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm a sucker for Disney films, uh, and my daughter really really enjoyed it. They had some really great uh, charismatic characters in it. Um, again, I don't want to go too crazy on the review because it's been a while since i've seen it if i'm being honest because it was like literally probably the day after we ran the last show um but yeah it was very very good um i would definitely check it out it's something that's a very quick watch um they also have some good uh kind of typical to the disney they have some great morals to the story uh some really great characters so definitely check it out it is a b luca luca check it out on disney plus uh, my
1: favorite thing to come out of luca was that meme the pixar meme where it's like what if toys had feelings? And then it's like, what if cars had feelings? And then the very last one, it's Luca. And it's like, what if Italians, Italians had, feelings. had feelings?
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, basically that's what it is. So definitely check it out. It is very, very cool. Moving on to the next thing. Have you seen Cruella? Nope. All right. So, um, Cruella, Starring Emma Stone. I think, um, you and I could both agree that this is something that we kind of, we were kind of on board with, especially comparatively to the other Disney, like live action retelling, reimagining stories that we've, we've come across. I think we saw the trailer and we thought, Hey, that doesn't look too bad. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will honestly tell you by far, it is the best live action adaptation to this character ever. And that includes the original live action with Glenn Close and whatnot from the 90s. Oh, uh, Emma Stone completely captures this character from top to bottom. Uh, it's kind of like a cool rebellion story. It's it's like, it's a little bit of the Devil Wars Prada, the movie, not the band. Uh, it's a little bit of, uh, kind of undercover kind of a movie. Emma Stone it absolutely wonderful in this i was completely stunned about how good it actually was because i was expecting to be half disappointed by it uh that it did not disappoint Um, you know my opinion up to that up to all maybe one of the other things on this list might have been my favorite movie of the year um but uh, obviously, like I said, we'll talk about the other thing in a minute, but um, definitely worth checking out. Definitely the best uh, so far and definitely worth the $30 because I didn't go to the theater to see it. I actually um, we actually did the Disney premiere thing with the whole family ordered some pizza and uh, I was completely locked in. To the film so definitely definitely check out this movie uh i'm sure uh your girlfriend would love it she seems very fashionable so uh she definitely definitely check that out so uh i'm gonna give this one an a minus because it was really 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 fucking good they kind of made corolla develop punk rock which was kind of sick so uh Wait. yeah so definitely check it out it should be uh, free on disney plus now so definitely check that out moving along forever purge so, I don't think we've talked about it really. Uh, I think you and I could both agree that the Purge movies have kind of ran their course, right? Uh,
1: to an extent, sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, this one's kind of, uh, expanding on the world a little bit more. Uh, kind of taking the idea of the Purge and, uh, something that would happen in an American culture if the Purge was accepted, where everybody's just like, well, why, why not just stop? Why stop? Let's just fucking keep purging until the end of eternity. That's essentially the story of this. And yes, there is kind of this pseudo political, um tone behind it um for some people it may make them roll their eyes from time to time it made me roll my eyes too um but uh, it was fun uh they had some good kills in here um I, but I just what the thing that that gets me about the purge movies it's a good thing and it's a bad thing is that everybody in uh these movies is secretly a badass <laughs> like you know <laughs> there's what I mean? no
1: ordinary people with like an office job right Correct. everybody's like ex-military yeah I, Everybody's like living in Indiana, where you can have like a dozen guns.
0: Correct. Yeah, and it's just a weird thing because even like, um, like the wife character, she's like, oh, well, she's is kind of an everyday housewife, you know, works uh, uh, in a in a kitchen on, uh, as her day job, whatever, la la la. And then we find out, oh yeah, she used to uh, fight against the cartel in Mexico. It's like, why? What? What the fuck? How? <laughs>
1: Would you marry Cavieta from <laughs> Rainbow Six?
0: Basically, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, and everybody's way too talented with these weapons than they probably should be being a normal normal human being. So, um, just, yeah, just, uh, kind of a weird thing. Uh, previously when characters were secretly badasses, at least would kind of make sense. Uh, this one, not so much. So, uh, yeah, the forever purge, not my favorite purge movie, I stand with Anarchy. I think Anarchy is by far the best Purge movie. My wife said this one was her favorite. So, um, you know, I, I think... Yeah, that,
1: well, you know what? Your wife also doesn't like every time <laughs> I, knew, I die. So.
0: I, I knew that was going there. Um, but actually, I think she's. I think I'm think i starting to t- turn the page on that. But, um, so yeah, she liked it. I liked it too, just not as much as she did. But I think if you're a fan of the Purge movies, you know what to expect. And this one was no different. Very entertaining movie. I'm going to give it a C plus my opinion oh my god this is fucking uh review bonanza um remember you did this to yourself i I told you to watch movies right sorry my bad tom
1: cruise didn't hold a gun to your head
0: yeah i mean maybe he did i don't know anyways
1: actually knowing tom cruise would probably be a banana
0: yeah Anyways, next up, Black Widow. Uh, was, I actually saw this in theaters. Black Widow, obviously, I don't have to explain it. It's an MCU movie, right? Um, actually very good. Scarlett Johansson made herself extremely likable. It added depth to a character that probably didn't have a whole lot. Um, you know, I don't know. The, I, the, really the big complaint that I had, or actually the two big complaints is number one, uh, there are some scenarios in this movie, uh, that she shouldn't have survived. Now I get it she's kind of the super badass assassin chick lady but um there are scenarios where she is not super we know she is not super why the fuck is she surviving that scenario you know what i mean like Oh
1: man maybe it's like a fictional work of art that I, you're supposed to suspend I, your disbelief I in, get
0: it I get that but uh still doesn't change the fact that she's doing shit she's not supposed to be doing I'm just saying I get it but um but that wasn't even the biggest complaint uh, my biggest complaint with this film is its placement, where um, they released it. This movie should have been done post-Civil War, right? Uh, because that's where it fits in the timeline. Um, and not just that, but also because it would have added so much more complexity to what happened in Endgame with her and Hawkeye. Okay. Right? Uh, because basically, I mean, I, I think her, her, I mean, we've seen, Endgame's been out for fucking two years at this point. Her death in Endgame, right, uh, had, did have some death because essentially it was two best friends fighting, right? Um, one felt like he didn't deserve to live anymore because of what he has become, the other one felt like she had a, he had a family, he needs to live. If they added this post-Civil War, you would have more of a, uh, it would have been more emotional having her die than just what it was. So really, it was just the placement. Uh, Overall, it was a very good film. Um, What they got kind of lined up next in the MCU is going to be uh, very, very interesting. Uh, What they kind of have us leaning towards is also going to be very interesting. Um, So definitely worth checking out. I'm a fan of all the MCU movies. I know Gabe's kind of out of it. Me personally, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, So definitely check it out. It is a B Moving along <laughs> have you seen this one quiet
1: place no it's on my list though oh my that goodness' makes me feeling you better oh
0: my god so next up is a quiet place part two now again I speak for all of us because you and I talked about it in the past how the a quiet place the first one might be one of the most original one of the most um, intense viewing experiences. Uh, when it comes to horror within the last t- probably 10, 15 years. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, definitely up there with, like, uh, Ari Aster's work, yeah.
0: Yep. So um, when I heard uh, part two was coming out, I'm like, well, I didn't really think it was necessary, but I think it's worth checking out because they got John Kransky back. Krasinski, whatever the fuck you say his name. They got him back, and uh, he's in the director's chair. Uh, Me- so. I'm- so I'm like, you know, let's, let's, let's give it a look. So starring Emily Bunt still and, uh, Killian Murphy. I love Killian Murphy for the record. Um, it basically picks up where the last one left off. So it really kind of wears that part two, um, title and a hundred percent it delivers. Um, when you watch this movie, you are holding your breath because you do not want to be the one in the movie theater to make noise. Oh, damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody, it was dead quiet when the thing shit really started to hit the fan. Like, really, really started to hit the fan. Man, you, you, you didn't want to be the one to make the noise. Man, it was so... um, You know, you could cut the tension with a knife, like, straight up. Uh, they did such a great job with this one. Now, um, what I have... What I did notice, I'm going to say, is that there was maybe some repetitiveness with plot. Uh, just slight notes here and there that you... You know, it's very similar to the first, but it is a part two. And it is literally 24 hours later. <laughs> so... Um, I get it uh, But they also added a scene That's kind of explaining day one Of this takeover from these creatures And it was So fucking intense bro Such a great job Uh John Krasinski should be uh Applauded Feverishly with his uh Second attempt at you know directing A movie like this he did such a good job Everybody was great in the movie Emily Blunt was absolutely fantastic she stays fantastic Though but you know uh, definitely so far, this is my favorite movie of the year. Uh, oh, yeah? just, it was just really, really fucking good. A Quiet Place Part 2, definitely check it out. It's definitely worth seeing in theaters if, if it's in your theater near you. Uh, so please check it out. This is just a different kind of experience. One of my biggest regrets was not seeing the first Quiet Place in theater. I saw it at home. So I'm glad I didn't uh, repeat that mistake this time around. It is an A every single day of the week. By far. Sweet yep and that's my my review bonanza go ahead
1: (laughs) sweet all right let's talk Scream 2022 so uh marketing is slowly starting to come out Mm -hmm. for this um i guess what are your feelings i feel like you're a little bit more attached to scream than i am
0: gigantic scream fan uh i love the franchise as a whole um i liked four a lot i understand yeah it was fun i understand why people don't though um I'm just curious on kind of what they're going to do moving forward. Uh they have to raise the stakes because we've made it through four movies with Dewey, Gale Weathers and Sydney living, <laughs> you know. Um they have to raise the stakes a little bit. I don't know the premise. I've stayed relatively distant from the news when it comes to this. Um but, you know, I'll see it for sure when it comes out. Uh what news do you got for us on that regard? Do you have an opinion? Uh
1: you know what? I'm I'm kind of excited. I as much as i don't let it on i do enjoy the scream movies i Mm -hmm. think they're fun and i think they sort of have their place among slasher fans right Mm -hmm. um i'm I'm curious to see man uh i feel really optimistic after the whole halloween thing yes and i I just feel like given the right circumstances and the right captain for this ship it can be a very very good thing Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to it i'm um i feel good about it i guess we'll
0: see right absolutely i think um I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like, I think Halloween's kind of got these, uh, maybe, uh, lesser, I don't want to say lesser slasher films, because Scream's definitely not lesser, but, uh, these, these are these redoings or remakes or sequels to these new films that are coming out, got them feeling a little bit more ballsy. They're like, hey, we can, we can, if they can do it, you know, so can we. So, um, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm a big fan of the franchise. Love it, love it, love it. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see what's yeah. going on with that.
1: I- I guess in addition to that I feel like when that um, Nightmare on Elm Street remake in what was that 2015ish came out it was like tw- every- it was
0: earlier than that it had to be
1: 2012 then
0: 2010
1: 2010 okay I feel like when that came out people were like ready to bury mm-hmm. like slasher films and especially after those like Texas Chainsaw Massacre remakes which have good things in them but you know kind of pissed all over the original fans blah Mm -hmm. blah whatever right i'm getting into it but i feel like the halloween one people were like okay it can be done
0: yes it can
1: it can be done
0: it absolutely proved it so uh yeah it could be done you just got to make sure that the person at the helm of this thing loves and respects the franchise because otherwise it'll come off like shit. It'll come off like all the other, uh, you know, cash grab remakes from the mid two thousands onward. Um, you have to love this shit. Otherwise, it's not gonna. And people, people, horror fans especially, they're like a rabid pack of dogs. They can fucking smell that shit. They can, yeah. they, they know when that shit's a cash grab. You know, so, um, yeah, definitely something that they, that they have to make sure that they are paying attention to because horror fans are nuts. <laughs> and they see through that stuff So definitely
1: Cool, oh, what is Encanto?
0: Encanto, I guess the next Pixar jam This is like a Spanish superpower Kind of a movie Uh I've stayed relatively far away from it But it is coming down the pipeline Again, I'm a sucker for a Disney film I can't help myself, I'm sorry I'm a grown ass man Who's going to be 28 this year I love this shit uh but um I just, they had some artwork come out for it and I believe a poster and a, like a teaser trailer it looked very very cool. Definitely check that shit out when you get a chance. Now, let's talk Loki. Let's talk Loki. Uh
1: so first of all, probably one of the first um Marvel properties that I've consumed front to back um in a while. Yes. In quite some time if we're being honest here. Yes. Uh, um well i let's just get into it it's nothing short of fucking phenomenal Mm -hmm. Uh, it's really good i Mm -hmm. think there was a a decent amount of twists and turns and the whole time you're kind of like rooting for loki Mm -hmm. yes all of them um (laughs) and it was a really good story kind of made by the fans for the fans right
0: correct yeah so um yeah i've been uh front line and center when for all of the disney plus tv shows um a potential spoiler alert I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, in case you haven't watched Loki yet and you do plan on watching it, I will be dropping some spoilers here and there. Because uh, I'm heavily invested with the Marvel stuff. I never left. Um, so I kind of knew where this was going to end up. It all had to end up with King the Conqueror, uh, who I'm assuming is going to be like the next... I don't want to say big bad, but definitely... Uh, kind of a holdover until like Galactic or something like that, right? So, um, I kind of knew where it was going. Uh, but I absolutely love the storyline. Uh, they made Loki extremely likable and he's always been likable. He's an extremely charismatic villain that people just love to hate, you know? And, uh, absolutely. they've made him extremely likable and makes you kind of understand the psychology of Loki as a character. Um, because before he was kind of just like, oh, I'm evil because Reasons. Because I am. Yeah, because reasons. Uh, now you kind of explain it a little bit more. And I think um, the most intriguing thing about it was the whole TVA situation, right? Um, they made that so cool and uh, very um, interesting. And I imagine uh, the TVA moving forward is going to carry a lot of weight until the next part of the storyline, right? Because, uh, you know, it's, it's it's the most interesting uh, time for Marvel because we knew... Where the previous 20 something movies were going to end, right? We all knew it was going to be Thanos. That was kind of where they were heading to the beginning from, from the very beginning of it. Now we're not so much on track with it. And it also gives them the opportunity with the multiverse and splintering timelines and stuff like that to tell stories that they probably wouldn't have had a chance to tell prior. Right? It allows a lot of creative freedom because if they make a decision and if the people don't like it, which they will because it's Kevin Feige and it's the MCU, but if they didn't like it, they could be say, they could just easily say, Hey, you know, it's just a, this part of the, the, it's just a branched timeline. Don't worry about it. You know, yep. so. It's gone. Yep. It's gone. Don't worry about it. And they could easily slap a bandaid on things that don't work. And like I said, they don't have a whole lot of swings and misses on, on, on the MCU front. They really haven't. Maybe Thor Dark World and exactly <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's, it's they, they've done a pretty good job of protecting this and i'm really really interested in what they're going to do moving forward uh i know you haven't checked out the other um mcu disney plus shows uh falcon winter soldier and uh Division. definitely check that shit out It is of the same quality as loki no expense uh expense spared uh, went the making of these TV shows. So if you liked how it looked and how it felt, you're definitely going to like those other two movies, or other two, it felt like a movie, other two shows as well. So definitely check those out when you get a chance, Gabe.
1: Sweet beans. All right, let's talk about the big one. Um, there is a movie coming out, a movie from sort of our childhoods, a franchise from our childhoods that is uh-huh. having its last and final stand. Of course, we were talking about the Almighty Jackass forever. <laughs> um, did you see the trailer? I did. Um, let, let's dive right into it. It's kind of bittersweet, isn't it?
0: It is. Um, you know what it kind of feels like? It's kind of feels like, um, like watching Black Sabbath's final tour. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, man, it's awesome that they're doing it, but also you're kind of looking at them, you're like, man, they're getting old, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of sad. Like, can they still do it? Yeah. Do they still go as hard as they, they used to? Maybe but i'm gonna say probably yeah probably but they're old you know what i mean
1: yeah uh you know and and i i kind of mentioned it when uh the gq thing with johnny knoxville came out like this man has gray hair
0: yeah that was fucking weird
1: um and that's just so strange to see um you know because we always sort of pictured him with like the nice smooth jet black hair Mm -hmm. and the captain's hat and it's just, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to, you know what I mean? And, yeah. just, and then suddenly you see this old man, and you don't you don't know what to make of it.
0: I, I, I love the money line that Steve O had, where it's like, you don't really have to worry about concussions until after you're 50. No, John Knoxville is 49, so we're good. <laughs> he's, got, yeah, he's got one more. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Um,
1: yeah, man, it, it, it's just a little weird seeing it. That's all. I'm excited for it. It looks like most of the original jackass crew is calling it quits after this one this is like their um swan song i guess yeah um and you know part of me wants to say about damn time but also part of me doesn't kind of want to let go of that part of my childhood for being honest with you
0: for sure for sure i um i actually i'm I'm quite looking forward to the to the celebrity involvement that they're going to have with this because obviously they don't have all the jackasses Ryan Dunn passed away. Bam can't get his life together for more than two seconds at a time. Like, but it looks like they had Machine Gun Kelly in it, which I thought was kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm curious on who else they're going to pull in to get this done. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a little sad, you know. Um, it's definitely an era that uh, was very important to kind of... Um, the cky skater culture kind of vibe and you and i were very much a part of that right so um i'm gonna see it in theaters because i don't dude when i saw i think it was jackass three dude i was fucking on the floor i could not contain myself yeah
1: i i definitely am gonna see it as well in theaters that's my plan um but yeah dude it's just one of those things that's like a little weird like i feel (laughs) like the same sort of um like you know soup pot of emotions that i mm-hmm. felt when like logan was coming out you're like you know this is the last one mm-hmm. like you know you're you're probably never going to see the same formula ever on screen again yeah you know what i mean and it's just uh it's a little strange to me
0: that's do, all do we know if they have um bam in it at all
1: i i have no idea i i would imagine that maybe he was in a couple of stunts and there's some footage with him but I, again it's one of those things where it's like well it depends on how serious everybody was about it. If they're like no bam period then that means no bam period, right?
0: Uh man, it's just to me it's sad because he was very much the godfather of of that. You know what I mean? I mean because pe- people often associate uh Jackass um, you know, with Johnny Knoxville, and yeah, he had a large part of it, but what people don't understand is that that, like, those first couple of episodes of Jackass was just cut up CKY. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And he brought that formula in with him, you know? Correct. And, um, it's kind of sad that I, I'm getting somebody in the chat saying there actually is no BAM at all in this movie. So that's heartbreaking. Uh, I'm sad that he, like I said, that he can't get his life together for more than two seconds at a time. Uh, I just wish he would get help. And, uh, so we didn't have to, you know, go through all this and see the last jackass film without him because yeah it's just sad. i mean
1: don't get me wrong i'm very much pro bam i want him to be in this movie um because it's just one of those things man like he was part of the original sort of crew right yeah uh but at the same time i you know like what memorable stunts has bam in particular done bam himself aside from skating
0: well i was gonna say when they would when he would fuck up phil
1: <laughs> yeah but you know at the same time like phil's old as well man like sure you gotta stop fucking harassing <laughs> your dad at some point
0: i guess but like yeah but st- i mean I, I get that like maybe he wasn't the the like the most impressive when it comes to stunts but the format was him you know i mean it was yeah, absolutely it was it, him it,
1: that you know jackass or i'm sorry i should say bam in particular brought that necessary like skate relief you mm-hmm. know what i mean like knoxville doesn't skate well at all yeah it's horrible you know like i like the dude he, he's one of my favorite members but he does not skate well at the end of the day Mm-mm. like bam Wee man and a couple of the others like skate well yeah and uh that that's just one of those things man but yeah like i said i'm excited to see excited to see it
0: absolutely should be very very cool uh speaking of like childhood and like formative years uh clerks three got greenland yeah Fucking Kevin Smith got his money to make Clerks 3. Uh, and I'm fucking excited for it. I'm jazzed about it. I like the last Jay Inside the Bob movie quite a bit. So, uh, I'm looking forward to this. Now, ho- I'm honestly hoping because I think we could all kind of agree that the uh, Kevin Smith universe kind of has gotten uh, a little out of hand. Convoluted? Yeah, a little con- least. Yeah, especially like, after like Dogma, it really, like everything got really strange. <laughs> right? Uh, but. I kind of hope that it goes back to basics. You know what I mean? I'm kind of hoping that it's kind of a simpler film and more so a everyday life of a clerk who just doesn't want to fucking be at work. You know what I mean? Uh and it still has those conversations um you know that they would have prior to that because essentially um a lot That's of, what made it so great. Yeah, that's even like the foundation of clerks is kind of what Help. like me seeing clerks and understanding clerks and loving clerks from childhood is kind of what um you know feeds this podcast right it's essentially it's friends getting together and talking about random shit like they would at a fucking blockbuster or something like that you know what i mean and um you know that that that's important to me so hopefully they get it together i know kevin smith is going to take very close uh care of the, of this script um because it's his baby. It, without clerks, we would not have Jalen Silent Bob. Just period. Right? So, um yes, hopefully it, it's good. You got any opinions on it?
1: um uh, again, one of those things that I'm kind of sort of excited for. There was a point in time where shit was cool, then it wasn't, and then it kind of came back around, and we're at that point right now.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm not even supposed to be here today. But, um, yeah, so that, that's kind of the thing. Clerk's three, very excited for it. Uh, I believe, like I said, they, they started doing readings for the script. So Kevin Swift, guys, money to get it done. And I know he's been taking it kind of on the teeth, uh, recently because I guess the He-Man thing isn't going off as well as people thought. So, uh, I'm hoping that this helps him get his confidence back because I've stated that many, many times on this podcast, he is the American dream. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I hope it works out for him and I hope that, uh, people give this movie a chance so clerks three very excited Gabe what the fuck is this and why is it on my on my thing
1: okay so um the exorcist is a very cursed movie right that's what they say Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
1: the original author whose name eludes me was very much in the camp of um of uh the steven dude from spongebob where they were like Mm -hmm. okay we can make this uh like a media thing but there's a couple of ground rules and one of the ground rules for both were no remakes, no spinoffs, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the studio did so well that they wrote The Exorcist too. And uh, the dude who wrote The Exorcist made the movie so fucking the, the script so horridly bad that it lost money on purpose, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, there's a remake coming around uh, because all things that once shown must require a remake down the line, right? Um. This is one of those ones where I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this movie would do well in theaters now.
0: So, if you said, Jacob, name me one horror film that should never be remade.
1: That's like Sacred Ground, right?
0: That is Sacred Ground. The first one out of my mouth would be The Exorcist.
1: Yeah, and I would wholeheartedly agree with you on that one.
0: Uh, you, You cannot... You cannot do this film again. It is impossible. In- there is no way. What the hell's going on with the stream? Hold on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think my computer froze. That's not good.
1: That is not good at all, my friend.
0: Oh, son of a bitch. Hold on. Let me check it. What the fuck? I am not even doing anything. I didn't even do anything. i was not even supposed to be here today. Give me one second. I'm sorry, guys let me check to see if it's here okay so that is good i could close this down probably uh why is it fucking frozen sorry give me one second everything looks good to you all right so i'm just gonna keep it up here i don't know why okay so yeah it looks like the oh there we go what the fuck that was weird all right sorry about that guys um but yeah if you were to give me the one film that shouldn't be remade it's the exorcist and um yeah it's, it's you, you can't you can't do it man you just can't um it's it, like you said it's sacred ground and also we already know what's gonna happen man like they're going to um take this movie and all of the things that made the original one so wonderful and so unique uh they're gonna fucking 2020 it. That's yeah 20, yep. 2021 it And, um, you know, they're going to make, make it a joke. And, um, I don't know. It's just, just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't sit very well with me. Um, I actually hadn't heard that this was going to be remade at all. So this is news to me. That was my, uh, real life reaction to it. And to me, I know maybe to some people it may seem a little, um, dated to me. It's still one of the scariest movies ever made. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, my my whole thing is that it came out at a very, very good time in U.S. history, and now it's like, do we even have the attention span for something like this?
0: No, we do not.
1: Get me wrong, it's not a slow burn, but by no means is it tenseful 110% of the time at the end of the day, right?
0: Yeah, like, it it doesn't really move until it starts moving, then it really starts. And then
1: it doesn't stop moving, right? (laughs)
0: It, It doesn't stop, yeah, but... I, I don't know man i just this is the one that yeah that, that and i
1: feel like most horror fans would agree that like hey like no no yeah. <laughs> just please for the love uh, of god uh, no it's
0: the exorcist and if it's not the exorcist it's the shining those two movies should not be touched at all
1: uh, okay so i guess we got our general feelings on that talk to mm-hmm. me about ghostbusters
0: ghostbusters afterlife seen the trailer for this by chance I have not, no. Bro, I am so fucking jazzed about this film. Uh, they made it look so fucking cool. Um, so, yeah, man, the, 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 it's, it's the new Ghostbusters, and they essentially made children the Ghostbusters. They are the grandchildren of Egon, uh, and essentially him or his family have inherited this farmhouse that he has in the middle of nowhere, and you got all of the original Ghostbuster stuff in there. Right, and, yep, yeah, and apparently, um it was done with some kind of intention because uh where he put this farmhouse is supposed to be like the epicenter of some like really strange ghost activity, and he kind of left things behind for his family to kind of take over. It looks sick as fuck, and they need. I need it. I need it directly into my veins, because uh, it actually looks really, really good, which is the polar opposite of what everything else looked like Ghostbusters since the original one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, so uh if you ever see tra- that shit right in, absolutely, Uh definitely, definitely check out the trailer when you get a chance. If you have not checked out the trailer in the chat, please check it out when you get a chance, because it looks really, 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 really cool. Moving along.
1: American Horror Stories. Um Have you seen any of these, by the way? I have not. So, American Horror Stories is essentially um, the new rendition of American Horror Story. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. They do, like, one-off episodes. Yeah. So, the entire story is, is contained within an episode or two. Okay. Uh, the first two are interconnected, and they go back to the house from the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, It was fine. It was fun. Um, one of the ones, though, the drive through really, like, genuinely impressed me with Mm -hmm. how how quality that one was um it's on hulu available to watch uh they do the whole thing where you gotta wait a new week for the episode but they're four episodes deep right now Mm -hmm. um and i'm I'm digging it i didn't think i'd enjoy it um again my whole thing is like do we even have the attention span to consume this sort of media anymore right Mm because the whole supposition of american horror stories was that this grand story unfolds over however many episodes Mm -hmm. in the season yeah but now it's like bite-sized bits it's fun it's consumable some of them are great, some of them are okay But like I said, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued I, I like this sort of self-containment Within an episode They're bite-sized, easy to watch You can pick it the fuck up whenever you want mm-hmm. And it's entertaining, you know That's the whole point
0: You know what you want, Gabe? What? What you really want is the Twilight Zone That's what you really want
1: Yeah Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's another one Don't fucking touch the Twilight Zone <laughs> Yeah, so um. Okay, cool I'll definitely get get a jump on that um i think uh you know uh, i i like america i like the idea of american horror story more than actually some of the episodes if i'm being honest uh and, you know
1: they had good seasons and they uh, had meh
0: seasons they def- that's just what it is they definitely have so um yeah that's cool I'm, I'm glad that they're taking more of a uh twilight zone style approach to it uh like you said kind of keeping these stories self-contained nice little neat package and uh you know moving on so that's good stuff now Let's go ahead and get into gaming. So gaming oh, yeah. re- relatively short, uh, especially compared to the, <laughs> the rest of the shit. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and get to it. So I don't know if you, you've seen this yet, um, but uh, Nickelodeon has announced a um, Super Smash Brothers style all-star game featuring all your favorite Nickelodeon characters, including some like serious Legacy characters, like fucking, the monsters from Ario Monsters and shit. Uh, oh damn. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going deep, bro. Uh, they have some really, some really, really, uh, throwback characters. I think I saw Stick Stickly too. Um, I didn't, this is the game that I didn't know I needed. (laughs) Um, now obviously I'm not expecting fucking it to end up on the EVO circuit at all, but I kind of love the idea of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, they definitely have a a pretty good roster of Mm -hmm. uh, characters, and I think it'll be fun, you know, it's um, because Sega did the same thing, and it did okay. Mm -hmm. It it definitely didn't do, you know, fighting game numbers, Mm -hmm. right? But it was fun. You got to sort of see all your favorites in one place, and I'm not inherently opposed to the Nickelodeon version of that.
0: Yeah, it's... um... Yeah, it just looked really fucking cool, man. It was just a weird, a weird thing. I, I didn't know who was asking for it necessarily, but I'm glad that they did because it's happening, and I am in on uh, yeah, Nick, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. So, again, check out the trailer if you can, because you're gonna be really fucking stunned by it. It's really, really kind of. I think I saw Nigel Thornberry in there. Like, it's just gonna get intense. For Greg's sure. gonna
1: main Nigel Thornberry. Yeah,
0: absolutely, he is.
1: I feel it in my bones.
0: <laughs> absolutely, he is. So, uh, I believe this is you.
1: Cool, yeah, let's talk. Uh, so, Avatar Legends, right? We all like a good uh, good Avatar-related product. Um, so, what is this? This is a tabletop RPG game format that's coming out. So, hmm. much like how Dungeons & Dragons is a format at its core... Mm-hmm. This is going to be a format centered around the Avatar The Last Airbender universe. Mm. Um, and now, let me say a couple of things. As someone who has been playing D&D for the better part of a decade, and someone who is an avid Avatar fan, we've been trying to make bending work for years. Mm-hmm. And somewhere hits, somewhere misses. It's just what it is at the end of the day. Now there's an official sort of format and rulebook to build your choice of an airbender, earthbender, water... Uh, fire, and then you have like a battle tactician, and oh. then you have like a tech specialist, right? So somebody who uses gadgets, and those are sort of the six like fighting styles. Um, it looks interesting. Um, it, the Kickstarter went up two days ago, um, and it was fully funded. The 50 grand was fully funded in 16 minutes, so that just kind of shows Whoa. how much people want this. Um, I registered, I got the sort of quick start guide. Um, It looks fun. It looks intriguing. I do sort of have my gripes with it as somebody who is very much heavy into the role play Mm -hmm. aspect of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't necessarily hate it. And I think it might be a good jumping off point for a lot of players that have had interest in Dungeons and Dragons and that enjoy the Avatar universe. Um, And it's one of those that's just like, we kind of needed it. We kind of needed it. Hmm. And the, yeah, so the, some of the cooler, like, um, Kickstarter tier rewards, I think at, like, $75, you get um, hard copies of the books. Um, but also, I believe at that tier, and don't don't take me at face value, I might be totally misremembering, at a certain tier, you get to pick which avatar you want on your book cover. So you can pick between Kiyoshi, hmm. Aang, Korra, and Roku, right? And I'm just like... Is this a little bit pricey? Yes. Would it be totally cool to have, like, Kiyoshi on a fucking, like, official, like, Avatar The Last Airbender, like, format book? Fuck yeah, it would be. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, man, check it out. Like I said, it's not the ideal system. It's not super perfect, but what system is, right? Like, you have people complaining about the current version of Dungeons & Dragons, and everybody has their preference, Mm -hmm. and this is simply a case of that. But I think it's worth the checkout, and... Yeah, I was genuinely stunned about the um the the bit where they funded it fully in 16 minutes. I'm just like this is a very much wanted product. Hey, yeah. it is needed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh do you know also um what Dungeons and Dragons has infiltrated recently? I don't know if you are aware of this that there's what an- is it? An- another very popular game that has infiltrated it has infiltrated Magic the Gathering.
1: And what is it doing in the magic sphere?
0: So, essentially, um, they're having, like, enchantment cards that are, like, going through the dungeon, so to speak. So it's kind of like a phased enchantment card, and you could kind of pick your path through it. And there's a lot of crossover with Magic the Gathering and uh, Dungeons & Dragons recently. Um,
1: uh, to be fair, Wizards of the Coast owns both properties. They do,
0: so. yes, they do. So uh, I th- it was like I wasn't aware that there was something that they are doing, but I've been playing a lot of Magic the Arena and um it, that was the new set was this new dungeon crawling mechanic thing which is quite interesting now i fucking hate playing against it because it's annoying as shit uh and i'm more of the t- traditional magic player right as the, what you are the dungeon to drag is what magic the gathering is to me so yeah. um you know uh, i'm not crazy about it but it is cool cool that they have some some good, some cool crossover with that surprise it took this long actually if i'm being honest
1: Yeah, I think both those are very sort of like um, sacred grounds. They've both been kind of their own entity for a very, very long time. And I feel like double dipping would, you know, uh, spook some people.
0: For sure. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. So let's keep it moving. So uh, Dead Space, huh? Let's talk about it.
1: Yeah. So, okay. I I love Dead Space. I haven't fucking played it, though. And that's like the biggest thing people are always like dude you'd fucking love dead space i know i'd love dead space <laughs> but i never played it
0: um
1: and so now i kind of get that opportunity to play the is it a remaster
0: it is a remake from what i understand it is okay, like completely um, new
1: so i keep your greedy little nubby paws out of it and, and sort of just emulate what made the first one great and so, we'll be we'll be okay
0: but there's a problem game it's EA. It's EA.
1: <laughs> and uh who was the original developer? Was that Visceral Studios? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um cannibalized them
0: mm-hmm. from now. mistaken. Correct.
1: Redwood Shores, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But they're they're still long gone.
0: Yeah. It's EA. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But it does look sick. <laughs> it does look very cool. So I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt just because I want another great Dead Space game that's actual Dead Space. Dead Space 3 was cool and all and it was more action based, which is great, but give me a legitimate Dead Space and I'm a happy camper. Yeah. Legitimate. It's got to be creepy. You got to be creepy. No more action. I mean, the action there is important when, you know, it comes when it needs to come, but I don't need it 95% of the game. You know what I mean? So, yeah,
1: absolutely. We've... There there's a fine line. It's like what Resident Evil did, right?
0: Correct. So, I guess we'll have to Beans. wait and see. Moving along. Steam Deck. You heard anything about this? Yeah, buddy. Have <laughs> you heard anything about this? I've heard a thing or two about this, correct.
1: Uh, it looks it looks fucking great, man. My my thing is that you know, um everybody's been bitching and moaning about like, "Oh, can we get a uh, Nintendo Switch Pro with like a better processor and it can handle stuff and a better like screen and better battery life. Mm-hmm. Right. Just for, like quality of life mm-hmm. upgrades. But like the main thing everybody wanted was the fucking stronger processor. Cause mm-hmm. even a game natively made for the switch, like breath of the wild is still super laggy at points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nintendo dropped the switch OLED, which is, has a fancy new screen. Mm-hmm. And then steam a week later says, fuck it, we'll do it ourselves. And they dropped this thing. Correct. Um, so it is essentially a windows machine
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh running a steam os if i'm not mistaken and they were like you could fucking install anything you want on here right yeah uh here's my thing if anybody's going to like do this it's going to be steam and by the way this product is looking and by the way it's sold out i have full faith that this is going to be one of those things where people are like well you should only get a switch if you're like a big you know N- nintendo like exclusive fanboy mm-hmm. and here's my thing if i can play dark souls on the go or any of the other big games in my backlog i'm buying it period i'm waiting for like a compatibility list but by the sounds of it it looks like it'll be capable to handle many many things
0: most things most things yeah uh i got a problem though what's your problem do you recall a little item called the steam box the steam box i do what the fuck happened with that I have no clue. Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. That's my problem. Now, I'm more than excited for it. I probably won't get one. But uh, I think it's it's good to have more, um, you know, uh, arms or more feet in the race, obviously. But um, they have done something similar to this in the past. And it didn't work necessarily because they've entered a very crowded market. So... Uh, I'm genuinely curious on what's going to happen with this because Nintendo's had a stranglehold on handheld, like for 30 That's years. Yes, <laughs> but even before that, let's be honest. Like since the original Game Boy, they've had a stranglehold on on handheld just about. Yeah. So, um, I I wanted to do well. It's Valve, Valve and Steam. Like they're they're a good company. They take care of their consumer base. Like it's like their number one priority, which is why people love them. But, uh, I'll have to wait and see, uh, what yeah, exactly I, it looks like.
1: Again, I'm not pre-ordered mm-hmm. or anything of those means, but, um, am I excited? Fuck yeah, I'm excited.
0: For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely something that's, uh, interesting and kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think anybody really anticipated, um, that they were coming out with some kind of handheld device. I, I I was the first I heard of it was when they were announcing it. It's weird.
1: No, definitely. They're, they're very good at the hush hush. And For then sure. suddenly it's like Half-Life Alex. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're right about that. So there's that moving along. Next thing. Let's talk about the Elgato wave XLR. So if you were listening to me right now on this podcast, you are listening through it, through the Elgato wave XLR. <laughs> I have one. Uh when I put it on the list I didn't have one but essentially what it is is um you remember when you and I were talking about uh the Go XLR right? Yep. Essentially what it is is Elgato's version of that. And um as opposed to having like faders and stuff physically on a really bulky piece of machinery, you have it in software. That is what this podcast is being run on currently. Um and I like it. I like it quite a bit, actually, if I'm being honest. Uh, once I finally started to get like everything connected the way I want, I'm able to control exactly what my streams sound like from top to bottom. Uh, I'm able to have music playing for myself, but not for the stream to avoid any DMCA issues. I'm able to have my volume set up the way that I want. It gives me two sub-mixes, the mix that I am monitoring and the mix that goes to stream is different. Uh, it is very cool. A very nifty little device because uh, I was going to get, uh, the Gold XLR. That was something that you think you and I talked about for a, a decent amount of time, but I just never got around to it because it is a very expensive piece of machinery. Uh, and a very expensive piece of gear. Uh, this thing comes in at 150 bucks. Nice. So, uh, I 150% recommend, and I wouldn't say it if I wasn't, uh, you know, using it right now, but I am. And I like it a lot. I like the fact that I can actually monitor my fucking gameplay and my, what's going on in Discord as an example without having to have fucking OBS open. So, um, yeah, I like it quite a bit. Definitely very cool. Uh, if you're looking for something to simplify your gaming setup, I think it's a good way to do it, especially when it comes to audio, because in my opinion, when it comes to like streaming and stuff like that, audio is the most important thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I like it a lot. It is very, very cool. And it's got my full endorsement. So definitely check out the Wave XLR. I have officially removed my uh, audio interface from my setup. Uh, the only time I'll use it is if I'm recording music or something like that. So, yeah. Cool stuff.
1: Cool. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. Well, let's get into music news and reviews. Sure. We got quite a bit to get through. Absolutely. Uh, so first of all, I slapped this one on here. Teenage Bottle Rocket, uh, an old school punk band, threw a show in Florida, and it was infamously dubbed as the vac show. If you were vaccinated you got in for free. If you were not vaccinated the ticket prices were something crazy exorbitant, like I think like five grand or some shit to get in. Oh, wow. And I just think it's hilarious. So yep.
0: <laughs> okay. um
1: yeah, you had to bring proof obviously, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey man, you know, what do you expect the punk band to do?
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh I mean cool, cool beans, I guess. Um
1: yeah <laughs> yeah moving on yeah. um so the Seosin debacle um have you seen anything about? i this? have not
0: heard anything about this
1: okay so i don't remember who it was i think it was somebody from the band but they were like oh it's say ocean not Seosin," mm-hmm. and everybody was freaking the fuck out mm-hmm. uh what's your take on this
0: it is say ocean yeah that's correct <laughs> but i okay I say it's Sayocean, but it, originally it was Say Se- Se- Ocean. That kind of, kind of, and then it kind of took on a life of its own, and then people started saying it wrong, and everybody started saying it wrong. So yeah, it is Say Se- Ocean though. That is the correct way to say it.
1: Cool. Well, yeah, there you go. An OG fan of Say Se- Ocean. Um, please do not murder us. Um, that would be nice. Okay, sure. moving on to Ice Nine Kills, the band that just keeps on gimmicking.
0: Yeah. So uh, they've announced the new album. They've dropped a new song. Uh, have you heard the new song?
1: It's, um uh, it's Hip to Be Scared or hip whatever. Hip to Be Scared. It, uh, it's
0: okay. Yeah, um, it's based on American Psycho, which I don't really classify as a horror film, but we're not going to get into that. Um, and yeah, they're dropping off the new album. It's Silver Screen Part 2. Whatever, man. <laughs> just, they, I mean, I'll give them this. They know how to write a fucking really good chorus. Um,
1: um they, they're very good at, marketing the mm-hmm. album and keeping people interested mm-hmm. and that, that goes in part with being a band and making numbers at the end of the day mm-hmm. you and I have our reservations about this mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if you're doing well do what you gotta do particularly they put on a good live show mm-hmm. sure they got a couple bangers but I'm not going out of my way to see this one boss
0: yeah I mean, I'm, I'm gonna pay close attention to it but um, again it's, it's coming off as horror the musical as opposed to songs written about a horror Movie is coming off as like horror musicals, and it's just starting to rub me the wrong way a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, uh, but it all started with uh, the Scream song. The Scream song was like uh, Scream the musical. It's not even you know I mean it's not even the same quality of like American Nightmare or anything like that. It's weird. Yeah. All right, let's move along.
1: Do what you got to do. Uh, Blake Hartman. Uh, he has the p- departed counterparts. Um, I I don't know how I feel about this because. He was originally in 100th, and a lot of those early 100th albums I hold near and dear to my heart. I think they're absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And he left them, and then he was in Counterparts, and we love them in Counterparts. You know, Nothing Left to Love was fucking phenomenal. Even the album before that was, like, very good, like, A-tier. For sure. But um, now he's out. I'm curious to see what the band progresses into, and I just, I don't know, I wish Mr. Hart, you know, the best of luck with his new project, whatever he decides to do.
0: For sure. I I think they'll get along good. They'll get along fine, you know um they're a good band and i'm sure people they'll have musicians just jumping to join so i think they'll be fine
1: yeah i um you know one of those things is just that um are, are they gonna go um fucking like shoegaze on me
0: <laughs> god i fucking hope not watch your tongue young man yeah <laughs> i'm playing
1: around but oh uh, yeah you're right i'm sure counterparts will be fine it's just sad to see it go those pinch harmonics man They they just mm-hmm. did something to you mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's all. It's just the, a, an end of an era.
0: For sure, for sure. Moving along.
1: Victims! Uh, album number four. What is the subtitle for album number four? I don't think we put it on oh,
0: here. Ah, shit, let me look it up. I just I have it. Hold on. Give me one second. Something so brutal
1: can... and nasty, of like much like the album.
0: Uh, um, well, I was just looking at it. Where the fuck did it go? I downloaded some extra shit. Hold on, I'm sorry. Oh, lord. Yeah, we are a professional podcast. It is called... I'm sorry if you hear my child screaming, by the way, because he kind of just lives in screaming at the moment. Not the same way that I do either. Numb, <laughs> numb the ache. Okay, start us off. Um, I am. At, see, like every time they they drop something, it just it blows my mind because there's only three of them. <laughs> yeah. I just,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. There is only th- there's literally fucking three of them, yeah. and they put out music that has the same girth as a fucking band with nine members
0: exactly yeah they could pull off slipknot covers and you're like oh yeah there's got to be like seven of them right no it's just just three of them uh it's it's, it's a it's it's incredible to me number one because they're local and their quality of their music and the quality of their production spares no expense and they if you would have told me they're assigned by a major label and i would totally believe you i don't know how they pull off that sound um and it's just, it's, it's super impressive. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a really good piece of work. Uh, there's a bunch of bangers on this album from top to bottom. It's just relentless assault on your ears in a good way. And, uh, yeah, I play them before my streams now. So I like victims a lot. Um, and I'm just impressed by them. I just, I, just, I can't get it. I just don't understand. <laughs> my, my little fragile brain can't handle how awesome they are. So, uh, yeah, weird. Very, very weird. Um-
1: i feel like i don't know sometimes i have a lot to say about albums but i feel like some of my better um reviews go by what i don't say Mm -hmm. and i feel like you encompass that wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. victims is a band that does not fuck around Mm -hmm. they're a band that deserves to be around more than anybody fucking else and Mm -hmm. you know we sit here and we sing and we praise bands like sanction and Mm -hmm. bands like dead awake and you know Mm -hmm. and there is just something wildly stupid about the shit they put out in the most bestest way. And if you want to talk about pack leaders, there's nobody better than Victims right now because yeah. these dudes live, you know, twenty minutes from us, mm-hmm. and they're reaching all across the country with their music, and they're mm-hmm. reaching overseas. And there's fucking three of them.
0: Yeah, I don't this know.
1: Literally blows my. Victims, if you ever listen to this, let me let me shoot video for you. Oh, It'll be a fucking honor and a pleasure.
0: <laughs> here we <but> go.
1: <laughs> listen, there's only so many combinations of words out there to describe what this album does, and I am like I, I am lack, lacking the right combination to describe that.
0: It's almost like we're not worthy to even talk about it. <laughs>
1: it's just I don't know, I feel like the album gave me a concussion.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah and then like i'm that. coming back for seconds
0: yeah it's weird it's a weird weird kind of a situation but yeah definitely check it out if you're into heavy music holy shit <laughs>
1: yeah i you know it, i know it's well it's not early it's the fucking eighth month of the year mm-hmm. but if you want to talk about forerunners
0: mm-hmm. this
1: is yep. this is definitely up there
0: gonna have to agree with that too all right so let's get into because my kid's crying so i'm trying to wrap it up let's go ahead and get into uh certified bangers of the week
1: yeah sure. let's talk about the big boys at under oath yeah. um so they actually dropped two singles by the time we got around to recording this the first mm-hmm. one's called damn excuses the second one's called hallelujah let's dive into damn excuses um the moment this strap, i was like hey new oath check it out and then i was just like yo this is a cut above <laughs> erase me and i didn't love the album i know you did but even you agreed with me on mm-hmm.
0: that point yeah I agree.
1: Uh, the giants are back yes and you know i feel like we say this every time they drop new music right but like i feel like oh, i feel like this is just what we fucking needed
0: yeah um damn excuses is something straight out of lost in the sound of separation in my opinion absolutely uh, but in like in a good way like a fresh way um it's a little bit more industrial than uh other things that they have done um and it came out swinging, which is important, right? Uh, so I'm glad that they released a heavy track, especially when it comes related to the other one. So next up, uh I guess the album is going to be called uh, Voyeurist, which I think is an interesting album title. Yeah. Uh, the next song is called Hallelujah. Now you want to talk about a song on the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah. A song that's a lot, a lot more melody. And has this weird kind of droning chorus. And it's just like a, it just makes you feel weird and like it's kind of disturbing, but like also very beautiful and well written. And it's almost, this, this song probably more so than anything else they've done up to this point is like a pure amalgamation of everything they've ever done ever. <laughs> you, you
1: want know? a hot take?
0: Go ahead.
1: This is the best, and it's almost an insult to call it an interlude, right? But this is sort of the best, um, one of those songs that's like the in between, the transition to another song. Mm-hmm. This is probably their best one since like salma Su- You know what I'm getting.
0: But at. it's a real song, though.
1: Yeah, and you know, I don't want to put it in that category. Yeah. Right. But like, you know damn well that the track before this and the track after this We're gonna bang. are gonna be. <sighs> <Ooh.
0: laughs> well, the track before it is a "Damn Excuses," so. And- at the moment, yeah. No, it, it is on the album. It is. Damn, oh, okay. Damn excuses is number one. This song is number two.
1: Cool. Yeah, I am very much excited. Um, Under oath, you know, I was kind of off them with the last album, but we we got we got some good fucking shit going. You,
0: on. you know, they got a song with ghostmane on this album. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm. I'm not. I don't hate it. <laughs> I, the idea of it, because ghostmane also has a punk band, and and he's uh, he's one of us at the end of the day. He just has sure. an astrophysics degree, but. <laughs> No, he does. I, I shit you not. Really? Yeah, no, he's a very smart dude. Um, but uh, we'll see We'll see how it goes.
0: For sure. That's, yeah. That's,
1: I'm just going to leave it at that.
0: Yeah, so very well done. Um, I'm ready because I'm talking about a. Well, as you see, see like you, I just did what you did. I'm talking about a potential an album of the year candidate right here. So we'll see.
1: Uh, Phineas! What is up, Phineas? It's B- been a while, man. I'm excited. Did you listen to the, In The Night?
0: Yeah, and then my fucking uh, fingernails started bleeding.
1: Yeah, I um there's very few songs out there that make me like I don't know, feel like a viking. Um Def definitely definitely one of them. Okay. Um, it's so great to have these dudes back, you know, since cuz I think the last time they dropped music was when we saw them open up for Vanna in mm-hmm. what 2015 16. Yeah, sounds about right. Um and just I don't know, very talented group of people um and they just there's something unique about the music they present. It has so much personality. And I feel like this is a very wildly underrated band. I'm so happy to see them back. For sure. I can't wait for this album. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I got to say. If you have me excited for your album, your singles are, are doing something right.
0: Yep. I agree. I like it. It was really good. I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah, boy. Speaking about singles, um, the plot in you. Yeah. The plot in you dropped a single called Face Me. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, just for for context, right, just to kind of revive everybody's memory here. uh, Dispose is one of of four albums that has a 10 out of 10 score for me. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't hand those out. There's only four or five of those Mm -hmm. in the existence of this podcast. And Mm -hmm. Face Me has all of the characteristics I like about what made that album good and then some on top of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: The first time I heard that opening scream, dude, I just... I, like, could not believe it, right? I was just mm-hmm. waiting for it. I was like, oh, man, like, don't tell me they, like, leaned hardcore into, like, the pop stuff. Like, I don't want that. And then, boom, it came and just, like, my entire, like, world froze for a moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of it? All right. So, um, I liked it a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Um, I was kind of in the same boat as you. I'm like, oh, no, they're getting a little, uh, a little poppy on us with the, some of the production the intro right yeah, with some of the produ- early production on the song i'm like okay and i wasn't like totally hating it. i'm like okay i'm like i could see them going this direction and then it just kind of takes off and soars and then it gets like really heavy at near the end <laughs> it's like okay sweet um i just want to commend his name is landon right yeah i want to commend his vocal performance uh i he's starting to enter like sam carter marcus bridges territory for like vocalizing vocals you feel
1: that fucking
0: emotion yeah for sure uh the song moves quite a bit uh it goes through a variety of transitions from styles and from one to another uh they made some really good production choices the keys and the synthesizers are fantastic uh i love how distorted the guitars are drums are relatively simple but um you know it's the sum is greater than, than its parts you know so um very, very, very good song. Uh, I'm really much looking forward to the, this album because we're talking about another album of the year contender because I think you and I both had the, I think you might have had Dispose number one. I think I might have had number two on my list that year, I think. Uh, so obviously, um, a sequel, so to speak, that we're looking, looking heavily into uh looking, I, I, looking do forward you remember to it.
1: the year that album dropped i think it was like 2018 it literally dropped in like february mm-hmm. and it did not move yeah. from our like even top three
0: yeah it, it ride it ride from beginning to end just about so, it went the distance it went wire to wire just about
1: uh you know it, it's it's absolutely insane because when when it dropped uh dispose we were both just like yo dude like these guys realize that maybe being a mediocre metal band ain't, ain't it and then yeah. just crafted this masterpiece i I cannot exclaim how excited I am. This is mm-hmm. getting my pre-order. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to yell at me for that. No.
0: <laughs> no, no. Nah. But
1: yeah, man, just, ugh. and it's coming out right after my birthday. It's going to be a sweet little gift for me.
0: Quite an interesting album cover, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I don't Here. know if that's just the single.
0: Or... No, that's the album cover.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool.
0: They, they're getting all sexy on us it's weird
1: yeah i, I dig it man there, there's got to be a little bit of sex appeal
0: for sure for sure i uh, yeah but definitely check it out man that that it's it's it's. it's i want to i've played it on stream but it got taken down god damn it but um because <laughs> of course yeah because of course it did but yeah definitely check it out uh the plot and you face me very very good song
1: Cool. No. We got one more left on here. Uh, it's called Bongo Bong by Lubega. Now, if you don't remember who Lubega is, he's the dude that did Mambo number no. five. Oh my God. Uh, it's a very big departure from sort of his, like, um, the stylistic approach where, that we've come to know Lubega for.
0: Yeah, this is uh, his world acclaimed sound. <laughs>
1: You, you know, so I put it on here because clearly – because it came up on, like, my release radar on Spotify. I put this on here because clearly I must have listened to Mambo Number no. 5 enough times for Spotify to be like, hey, he dropped new music. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I just oh wanted that God. little anecdote in there. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, Lubega's got a new song. Too. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is that um, – uh, who was I with? I was with mod. And uh, and you know we were a little a little under the influence mm-hmm. and um and you know we were just going back about Lubega because we used to play Mambo Number no. Five while we played Call of Duty right <laughs> and and so hang on hang on hang on oh, wait, oh the story gets god. better right oh my god and so we'd start off as dog shit so we'd only play Mambo Number no. Five when we were doing bad and then we would like get better as the games went on. We would like murder shit, you know what I mean? So our joke was always like statistically proven Mumbo, Mumbo number 5 is statistically proven to make you better at Call of Duty, right? And uh, and we got into it one day and uh, you know he I was just like, "Bro, like Lubega has the one song." He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "Bro, name me another Lubega song." He's like, "Bro, he has at least <laughs> another four certified Mumbos." <laughs> I just I dude, I lost it. I could not keep a straight face.
0: See, like, I used to use. I used to listen to Suicide Silence, Genocide when I wanted to get amped up in Call of Duty. He gave, this is the fucking Lou Bega, Mambo Number Five. I don't understand. I don't get it. But, Your fascination? Yeah, I, I guess.
1: Check check it out. No, let's not.
0: It. Yeah, I, I, he put this on here, and I'm like, oh my god. We we spent I think a minute of talk, a minute and a half talking about Lou Bega, and it's approximately a minute and a half longer than I wanted to talk about Lou Bega on this podcast. Sweet. <laughs>
1: You got any closing comments, (laughs) questions, or concerns for episode 171?
0: No, I believe that was it. So thank you guys for joining us this week or this fucking month episode of the Second City Kids podcast. Again, this is episode 171. 171. And we will be back as soon as we can with episode 172. What's that do? You guys know the deal. Follow us on all the places that you could get your podcasts. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about bullshit, cause that's essentially what we do is we talk about bullshit every single time we run the show. I will say this is a relatively good show too, cause we covered a lot of fucking shit cause we needed to clean this docket like immediately. And, and, like step, right? <laughs> yeah. like yeah. it's
1: like when you go clean the shower for a bit and you see the mold growing yeah, yeah. and you're like, uh. I gotta
0: okay. clean this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next time. And of course until then. All right. Closing that down.